Hello friends and welcome to another new episode of the Marketing Mondays by Technique podcast. So in today's episode, we will be discussing in detail about the recent digital report that came out from a company, an agency called Wolfgang Digital, uh, based in Ireland. Uh, and we'll discuss about the report, which kind of lays uh, the land of the e-commerce landscape in Ireland. And it gives us really good insights and data. Uh, and we will kind of provide our commentary to that and see what are the opportunities that are there for the uh, you know the small and the medium-sized businesses coming out from that report. So stay tuned till the very end. Uh, this will be a really good insights-driven uh, episode. And uh, yeah, all the details will be available as well as the link would be available on the show notes. So make sure you do share uh, that with any of your friends or family whom you think might be uh, interested in looking at those insights as well. So without further ado, let's get straight into today's episode. All right, so let's get started. Uh, in this report, the focus is on the retailers or uh, the companies that are selling things online and who have an e-commerce presence. So it could be a pure e-commerce company. It could be a, a mix of you know offline and online. Uh, so anyone who is offering an e-commerce service has been covered as part of this report. So just as a disclaimer, uh, this is just our analysis of the report. Uh, the data and the insights is coming out from that Vulcan digital report. Uh, we do not have any contribution to the data. It's just that it's our analysis and our critique of the data and kind of adding out a few cents in terms of what we think might be the reason for those for those statistics. So the report says that the online revenue uh, grew in Ireland by 159% in 2020 versus 2019. That's huge, right? So just to put that into perspective, from 2017 to 2019, the report says that the revenue, the online revenue grew by 32%. So just compare that what we were able to achieve in two years from 2017 to 19, because of that pandemic, because of that push into the online uh, e-commerce, the growth had been just five to 10 times of what it would have been in a normal situation. So there has been this faster acceleration and adoption of the e-commerce or the online shopping and so there had been that the half faster adoption has been the first thing the second has been there has been new shoppers or the new consumers who would never have been there or who may have delayed their uh, kind of uh, the online experience or shopping online uh, they were kind of pushed into this channel as well so we see a new demand from uh, people who are over 60s as well so the report clearly says that you know some of the people who may have been over 60s uh, we are seeing some additional uh, sales being generated from those uh, from out from that demographic as well so that's when it comes to the sales the there is another parameter which which they talk about is the average transaction value which has gone down average transaction value is so another parameter that the report talks about is the average transaction value which is the total sales divided by the number of transactions now that has gone down because people are transacting or shopping more frequently so that's why the average spend per transaction has gone down and and the the last thing that they talk about is the conversion rate so conversion rate is how many people who are visiting your website you are able to convert them into shoppers the conversion rate has gone up by 69 percent so these are really good stats that are coming up from that particular report and 
after talking about those figures, uh, the report talks about you know the different sections of uh, the you know the e-commerce landscape within Ireland, and I think that that kind of gives a really good clarity into who are you know who is the small business or who is a medium business and who is a big retailer when it comes to e-commerce. So the report uh, talks about three tiered uh, landscapes. So one is if you are under one million of turnover. Uh, they call you the primary school of e-commerce then you are if you're between 1 and 20 million you are the secondary one and then beyond 20 is from the school of PhDs what the report talks about which was really fascinating was that from 2019 to 2020 the number of retailers who were under that third tier which is the uh, the big e-commerce retailers which is above 20 million turnover the the number of those retailers doubled as compared to 2019 right so you see that is the massive growth which has been seen from the big retailers so all the big growth of 159 percent that we started with when we were talking about that so the biggest growth is coming from those retailers the big retailers now the report didn't talk or didn't mention who those retailers are which was uh, a weakness of that particular report but to take a generic view, uh, most of the money has been made by the big retailers uh, during this pandemic, if they had this uh, their online presence. And I think that one of the retailers that is missing out from here is the obviously the Primark or the Pennies. And I think they would have pushed this PhD section or the ones with 20 million plus turnover to a higher uh, kind of, uh, to a bigger volume or bigger size of the pie as well. And the online growth would have been faster if we had those kind of retailers also offering online so yes the they, they you would have seen growth amongst the small and the medium-sized retailers who are kind of sub 1 million or sub or between 1 and 20 million but again the growth in terms of the market size hasn't been that much as compared to the bigger ones or the the VIP or the 20 million plus uh, school uh, online or e-commerce and the revenue of those big retailers it says that they they I think it was 1.5 times than what revenue they had the year before. So it's it's huge the way the way they have grown. Uh, so they have really used this online or this push towards online, and they have invested heavily and they have delivered when it comes to selling their things to the online to to the to the customers who are willing to buy online. Another stats that was really interesting that came out from that report was that. 15% of the retailers or the websites that are offering e-commerce in Ireland, they command 84% of the spend from the consumers in Ireland. So that's that's huge. And again, that ties back to the, the insight about the 20 million plus club. Now they demand the majority. They, they command the majority of the market. They take away the majority of the share of wallet when it comes to consumer spending. And then they talk about the, you know, the return on ad spend. And uh, again, it was very interesting. Return on ad spend is how much returns or ROI you're getting per dollar or per euro of the ad money that you're spending on Google or Facebook. So whenever you are spending any uh, amount of money on the advertisements, there's one of the one of the KPIs that, that is being used with most of the agencies and with most of the clients. Is return on ad spend and uh, Google uh, grew its ad spend by 108% so if you were using Google Ads uh, you would have nearly doubled 
the return on your ad spend and Facebook uh, return on ad spend grew by 77%. So all the retailers who were using Google or Facebook, they saw a mammoth increase in their ad spend. Now again, we believe that it's not purely because of the, uh, you know, the good targeting that they were doing or the good creative. Yeah, that those things would have been there. But I think it's, it's about people's intent to shop online and when seeing an ad during the lockdown, I would have been more interested in buying versus in 2019 when there was no COVID and, you know, I may have gone to the high street to buy the same product. So the return on ad spend has been, uh, has grown quite a lot, nearly doubled. Uh, but we believe that uh, the main reason for that, uh, uh, the growth has been the shift in the behavior. Now, the question is that whether the behavior will remain or will go away. Uh, but overall, what the reports uh, talked about was that for every euro that you spend, you got an eight euro return on its on your investment. So overall, what we are seeing is that they, there has been a huge growth in the online uh, spend from companies as well as return on what they're expecting from every euro and every dollar that they're spending. And again, it's not just the smaller companies, it's the, sorry, it's not just the big companies, it's also the smaller companies because statistics of these behavior are equally valid, although not at that scale, but they're equally valid for the smaller companies as well. So I think one of the key takeaways from this particular section is that, yes, we do believe that, uh, you know, the bigger companies or the, uh, you know, the, the ones that commanded, you know, 20 million plus of turnover, Yes, they took majority of the share. Again, my our understanding is that a majority of them would be the grocery retailers, and that's why it's skewed to to uh, you know that much of you know 15% of websites taking away 84% of revenue. But I think we need to look at it taking out the grocery retailers and just look at the you know like for do like for like comparison rather than doing a uh, having a biased view, uh, just mixing the pot with the the essentials or the companies that uh, you know were selling uh, the things that did open up if you remove that i think the figures would look slightly different but still uh, one of the key takeaways would be that the bigger companies who were uh, already there offering e-commerce who had some brand identity uh, some brand recognition when it comes to consumers identifying those brands did take away majority of the share when it comes to the the wallet or the consumer spend uh, as compared to the smaller companies right but yes there has been opportunity there is opportunity there is this uh, higher return on ad spend that the the you know the, the smaller companies can leverage can uh, kind of piggyback on uh, all these companies like google and facebook and the others they are investing a lot of money in helping small businesses. So there are a lot of uh, uh, training and courses that these companies are doing just to enable small businesses because that's where majority of their sales is coming from nowadays. So yes, uh, we should be focusing upon uh, kind of leveraging, doing more advertisements. Yes, organic is good, but uh, you know some of the ads such as uh, Facebook ads could be really cheap to, to do nowadays as well. So looking at all these stats and the insights, uh, there were three key takeaways from the report. One of the key takeaway, which is an opportunity, is that the report mentioned that uh, Amazon has decreased its spend on the, you know, on Google Ads in Ireland by 50%. And now that happened after the 1st of uh, January. So after 1st of January, uh, whatever amount of money uh, Amazon was spending on Google Ads, it reduced that spend. 
by 50%. Now what that means for the retailers is that there is this vacuum in the market where uh, you know, retail or the consumers are not being targeted by Amazon for each and every product that they want to buy. And there is this vacuum which the smaller retailers or the medium-sized retailers can fill in until Amazon sets up its Irish delivery center. So the expectation is that Amazon would uh, reduce or you know keep that budget as 50% until it delivers on the Amazon.ie website or have an Irish delivery center. The second opportunity is during this time of vacuum or in general as well, the there is an opportunity for the small retailers to focus on having a CRM strategy. Now CRM strategy is a customer relationship management. It's not just for B2B companies, but also for B2C companies. All the emails, all the contact details of your customers, the potential, the leads uh, that you are gathering, uh, invest in a really good uh, CRM systems and make sure that you, you have those uh, systems and structures in place where you are automating your communications, your emails, your, you are measuring your uh, communications with your customers and you are linking your website behavior, your social behavior, as well as your in-store behavior. Uh, if you're using a loyalty card, all under your CRM strategy. So that's a good time for you to invest in a really good CRM strategy. And one thing that we have seen when we talk with our uh, clients is that they are not willing to look into or invest in a really good CRM tool or a CRM strategy to start with. Now, that is something that we want to highlight and that is something that the retailers should start thinking. So think as a business owner and not as a business operator. And if you're thinking as a business owner, the, the thing that you will be thinking about is having a full-on strategy. So we all talk about marketing strategy, but no one talks about the CRM strategy. And without a CRM strategy, the marketing strategy is like a, a table kind of standing on three legs. So it's worthwhile spending your time and money having a right CRM strategy. Uh, we at Technique, we can help you uh, kind of build that, understand what a CRM strategy is, understand what are the key sources of the customer's data you, you have, understand uh, what are the things that you should be doing and what good looks like. Uh, but like, no matter whom you are talking to, just make sure that you are uh, kind of, you have your table on four legs and not just uh, three legs. So yeah, that's another opportunity. The third opportunity is that it's the right time to focus on branding and obviously the small businesses they want to focus more on the conversion and when it comes to conversion they are just thinking about making that quick sale it's a short-term focus and a very few of them uh, would like to focus on brand or spending that ad spend on just building the awareness and the brand based on what we've seen on the report uh, a lot of things that came out when we were talking about the three schools of uh, e-commerce uh, you know the the primary, the you know, the sub 1 million, the 1 million to 20 million spend and 20 million plus revenue. The one of the reasons which we think why there was a faster conversion for or higher growth for the 20 million plus club, one obviously was, yes, some of them may have been the essentials or the grocery retailers as well. But the other thing was that a lot of them, they commanded a really good brand reputation in the market. So when you saw their ad on Facebook or, or YouTube or, or Google, you did recognize their brand and you did not spend that much of time on researching uh, because you already had that brand connection. So you, you converted and you bought from them. 
But whereas if you were a small retailer and you show, you might have been showing an ad to your to the same customer for the same product, but maybe at the same price, uh, you may not have got that conversion. So brand identity and kind of brand awareness is something that we should all be investing in as small businesses. Uh, we at Technique do it ourselves, uh, hence you know this podcast. Uh, but I think that this is something that uh, the small businesses, we always talk to small businesses and we ask them to invest in their brand identity, the brand awareness as well, before they start think of, thinking about converting those customers. And that's a long-term strategy as well. And we'll see how, you'll see that how that return on ad spend, that uh, kind of multiplies as you kind of invest more on your branding. So the more people are aware about your brand, about who your company is, the lesser kind of advertisement you need to show that customer or less interactions you will need to have in front of that customer before you convert them. And it's it's just that, uh, you know, uh, this just realization that uh, which stage you are and how you need to mix uh, your marketing budget by investing more on your, your branding initially. Yes, it may not see that return initially, but in the long run, you need to have faith in the right strategy and uh, maybe model the companies who have been doing the same thing and you're not the first one who is doing that and then start focusing on conversions when you have reached that scale. So maybe the shift the balance towards more conversion and less brand identity uh, during the middle and the latter part of your brand evolution. But initially, there has to be a good amount of your marketing budget that should be spent upon awareness and the brand identity. So overall, just to summarize, there are three opportunities. Uh, while Amazon is spending 50% less budget on uh, the Google Ads, which has been its main source of revenue from Ireland, uh, there is this vacuum that the small retailers or the medium-sized companies can pitch in uh, and fill that gap, build the customer loyalty or the awareness, um, and you know before Amazon comes back and starts spending again on those those ad spends and the second opportunity is think about the f the fourth leg of your table which is your CRM strategy and and think about that you know how you can leverage the existing database of the customers that you have how you can combine your different uh, pieces of the puzzle which is getting you that customers interaction data or the personal or the behavioral data and how you can have that single view of customer under a CRM strategy. And lastly, I think think about spending in, on branding. Initially, understanding which phase of evolution you are and how you need to spend more on the branding and learning from other brands who would have done the same thing and how their returns increased when they grew from where they were initially to a highest or to a bigger stage where more people recognize their brands. So overall, I think that the report had been really good. There are a few missing elements such as uh, obviously it was a generic report it did not take out the gross retailers or the banking or the other retailers uh, from that mix uh, but overall i think the trends would still remain the same although the figures would change and yeah and i hope that you found this report useful you found this these insights and our take on those insights uh, useful i hope these opportunities will provide you with the uh, couple of key things to kind of think about uh, and the whole point is to plant those seeds into your into your mind so that you can start talking to your suppliers to your consultants to your team about what good looks like and what's next for your business i hope this was useful 
until next monday i hope you take care and uh, yeah be good <laughs>